You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. I think you actually said it well because the policy aims to reduce the incidence of lena pregnancy through the provision of sexual reproductive health information that is offered through life orientation and life skills and ensure that our learners have access to adolescent and youth friendly sexual reproductive health services and furthermore it's like you said um, we want our learners to remain in in the education system for as long as it's safe to do so so we don't want our learners to be excluded from school as a result of pregnancy or birth because as you said it's pre and post um, delivery thank you so much Mr. Kama, if we take a brief look at some of the stats on the number of learners pregnant in schools, and it, it makes for really staggering and heartbreaking uh, reading. Mm. So let's just take a brief look. Let's say uh, over the past, uh, let's say post-COVID, and what those numbers have told us. Um, Post-COVID, we really had high numbers. And um, as we actually are watching them closely in the department, we're seeing that from January to November in 2023, we had about 114,814 women uh, pregnant uh, or rather delivered in health facilities between the ages of 10 to 19. And this is really concerning to us because pregnancy continues to undermine our our efforts as a department to ensure that our learners remain in the schooling environment. So it is really concerning, especially the ages around 10, because really it reflects that our learners are being raped. What this also, uh, I guess, suggests is that uh, we are falling foul of the law wholesale as a society because 10-year-olds should not be pregnant. Um, If we look at the age of consent and looking at the number of learners who are pregnant before the age of 16, um, that tells us that we are sitting with a serious problem uh, because these children, when they are pregnant, uh, these should be reported according to legislation. Definitely, definitely, especially as you highlighted the age of consent and everyone has a duty to report. And, you know, those incidents can actually occur anyway. And when it comes to um, sexual offences, I always say whether it happens in the past, because time elapsed between the incident of um, occurring of the incidence of rape and the disclosure is irrelevant. So um, deliveries in health facilities or the pregnancy is actually showing us uh, uh, the, 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 the extent of sexual offences that are actually occurring in our that is occurring in our society. So definitely, everyone has a legal obligation to report. So just to bring it closer to you know contemporary uh, statistics. So um, I'm reading this. Um, uh, this is literally 23 hours ago. I'm just trying to make sure that I've got the correct report here. And um, it says that in the Eastern Cape, for example, um, you have a recent report showing more than 12,500 schoolgirls falling pregnant and giving birth in the province per uh, year, uh, in the past year, sorry. And that is absolutely staggering because it speaks to a question of, learners who ought to be learning who are falling pregnant and also statutory rape that seems to be rampant Mm. Mm. yes that is why as a department we are actually um having this policy because this 
policy is enabling environment for reporting and ensuring that our learners have access to sexual reproductive health services. So you'd actually see that the policy is actually mandating our teachers as well to be reporting um, uh, the statutory rapes because as a department, we don't have the um, capability to assess potential of sexual um, abuse or assault. Therefore, any learner that is found pregnant in our premises, we are enforcing that the Form 22 should be completed and should be submitted to the Department of Social Development or be given to any designated social work so that um, these cases can be investigated. So let's just make that clear again, because I think this is very, very important, uh, Ms. Nokama. So does this mean then that any child under the age of consent who presents with a pregnancy at school will have to complete this Form 22? Yes, yes, yes. Any child, because we are saying that any child that is pregnant, regardless of the age of consent, because remember I said, we don't have the capacity as a department to really uh, try to investigate who impregnated our learners. And as a result, if you look at the reports that we're getting from um, statistics, even um, in the period of uh, 2020, because remember, they're looking at, at um, registered births in home affairs, but they would say that some of them, when it comes to the fathers, they are not specified. Therefore, we want our Department of Social Development to assist us to determine whether this is a rape case or because of the age of consent. Because remember, even those that are uh, at, the, at the age between 12 and 16, as much as they can consent amongst themselves in terms of the law, some of them are actually impregnated by men that are actually older than, than them. So it is important really to look at who is actually impregnated this child, and that can be done by the Department of Social Development or social workers. So for us as a department, we are saying to our schools, once, once a learner is pregnant, regardless of their age, complete form 22 and actually refer this learner to the social development or designated social worker for assessment of social and mental state to deal with this pregnancy, assessment of the possibility of sexual assault or statutory rape. So uh, just to take that a little further, uh, so um, it goes on to say those who are under 16 years of age will be required to furnish the school with a mandatory police report which then provides clarity on either civil or criminal proceedings against the male partner uh, if he is over the age of 16. Definitely, definitely, because after the referral to the Department of Social Development, the police, we are requiring a report so that we can determine what support can be provided to this particular learner. Because remember, cases are different. Very, very interesting. Uh, Ms. Nokama, thanks so much for speaking to us. We have to unfortunately leave it there for now, but definitely a story that uh, we need to highlight further and perhaps uh, take a look at what the policy states and unpack it um, as best we can uh, a little more discursively. But uh, for now, that's where we're going to leave it. And uh, we are going to try and follow up on this whenever we can. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.